April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month and South Africa has handed a 30-year prison sentence to the youngest recorded serial rapist, rapist in the country. The 17-year-old was found guilty of raping three boys aged 8 to 10 on three different occasions. The incidents also took place in Katlehong, east of Johannesburg in 2020. The rapist was 15 at the time of the crimes. We now chat to Michael Benevolent Massina, who is a specialist at the Tears Foundation. Afternoon to you, Michael. Good afternoon, Catherine Glenn. How are you? I'm not too bad. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. So do we attribute incidents like this to the manner in which young men are socialized in this country? Um, absolutely yes and absolutely no at the same time, mm. because there's a lot of factors to consider. There's a lot of instances to consider, I feel, when mm. it comes to growing young men in general, mm. not to mention, um, of course, before we even get to the part where we are talking about abusers in general. So mm. there's the nature, there's also the environment um, in which they grew up in. Victims of abuse, of course, all of those factors play a role into growing the young men. And of course, all of those factors will at the same time grow, I mean, play a role um, in, 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 in making sure that uh, in, in abusers as well. So I can't say that the society that we have in our country, that is the reason that attributes, it's just it's not one single thing. There's, there's a lot of factors to take into consideration as well. Mm. There's parenting styles as well um, on top of that to consider. So it, it, it's not one thing that I can just singly, singly point out and say these are the incidents and these are what attributes um, an abuser at the end of the day. Now, speaking about parents, you know, are there any signs that, you know, parents can pick up, you know, that indicate that a child has potential abusive tendencies? There's no specific one, like mm. I mentioned to you, Glenn. Um, there's a lot. Our children are grow up differently. Our children are different in general. They will grow up differently, and parents do believe in raising their children differently as well. Mm. Um, mm. So there are definitely... I feel it's better to say there are signs to look out for that your child has problems psychological problems, yes. If that was the question that you're asking, then it would be easier to answer. Mm. But it's very difficult to say potential abusive tendencies. That's where the problem starts. Yeah, no. I think... I mean, that also explains why sometimes, you know, when when a child does something wrong, the parent will say, not my child. Do you know? Because when the kids are around their parents, they they, they behave differently. Absolutely. So I, I definitely do, which is why we—it's why we are here today. It's why a situation like this, um, we find ourselves with a story like this. It's easy to, of course, blame the parent. It's easy to immediately want the child to be punished. But have we considered all of the facts um, about the child, their upbringing, um, the parents in which they have? Because heredity definitely does play a role as well. So we need to ask ourselves these questions before we just focus on the headline at hand that is a serial rapist, South Africa's first serial mm, rapist. Mm, mm. And, uh, and, and Michael, how should parents approach conversations around consent and you know, how should they handle a child who says they've been violated? Okay, so what we believe in as Tears Foundation is that um, parents need to be as straightforward with their children as possible. So what that means is that for a very long time, parents have been in hiding under the thing that sex is a 
taboo subject to talk with with your children from a very young age. So what we are advocating for is that be direct with your child from a very young age. Mm. And when you talk to them, do not avoid the language that is actually used. Do Do not avoid the actual terms that we use as adults ourselves. Make use of them so that they get a grasp of it from a very young age. They will understand what is right and wrong, and they will know the actual terms. Um, be it sexual assault, you need to educate them. So we are we are advocating for education um, also in schools as well. We have lots of projects currently running, and we are we have um, ones that we are yet to launch as well. So I feel like that is where we need to start. We need to be as direct as possible with our children and stop trying to hide the fact that sex is something that is happening and sex is something that they probably will partake in and a subject that they will be interested in as well. So April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. What activities do you have planned for for the month? All right. So currently as PS Foundation, we... Um, we have a PSA running. Um, we've been privileged enough for our Bob to be sponsoring that PSA. Um, we are trying to make sure that we get the word out there to every ear that is willing to listen. That is Sexual Harassment Awareness Month. They need to know about it. We are trying to educate South Africa about the prevalence of sexual assaults within our societies um, and you know the fact that parents are prone, that parents also need to teach their children about every single every single. I mean, sexual assault as a term in general as well. Um, Not only that, but we are partaking in radio interviews and print interviews like these ones. Each and every one, each and every call that we get, we try and make sure that we make ourselves available to make sure that we get the word out there to everyone that is willing to listen as well. Michael, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you so much for having me, Ken. Excellent. Specialist at the TS Foundation, Michael Benevolent Massina.